The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Interesting people, relatable stories, relevant, topical. This is 630 Chad Afternoons with Jaylen Nye. Chadville, happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a, a great one. It's another beautiful day out there. About 26 degrees yesterday, up to 24, 25 degrees today. Hope you're enjoying it. Um, we do, we have a lot to get to today. And of course, you've been hearing in uh, in the newscast that there's been another delay for the Trans Mountain Pipeline expansion. Uh, the Federal Court of Appeal in Ottawa has allowed six of the 12 requests for permission to challenge the latest approval of the pipeline project. We'll, we'll talk about that uh, just after 3.30 with Markham Hislop, the publisher of Energy News and the author of the New Alberta Advantage. We'll talk about that, what it means uh, for the project. Also on the show today, <laughs> interesting conversation about um, how our legendary rockers, about how um, the end of that rock legend is kind of right around the corner when you start to look at the ages of a lot of our true rockers and and what that may be. It stems from an article that I was reading about. It's uh, titled The Coming Death of Just About Every Rock Legend. We'll, we'll get to that. Plus, we'll talk about men taking women's last names when they get married. Uh, we'll do that after 2.30. But right now, wanted to touch, uh, dive into this. Uh, you know, much like the pipeline project, the plans for redevelopment in the Rossdale area have been talked about for years. So less than 24 hours ago, the city's Urban Planning Committee approved the business plan concept for what's being called the River Crossing Project. project. It includes construction, possibly, of a, of a promenade, the restoration of the Rossdale power plant, maybe a brewery, a public market, and housing. But of course, as you know, it's going to come at a cost. Joining us this afternoon... City Councilor Scott McKean. Hey, Scott. Hey, Jaylen. How are you? Well, it's always good when I get to ch- to, uh, get a chance to talk with you. Back at you. Happy <laughs> to be on. Uh, awesome. So uh, finally, uh, on this front, um, there's been a lot of talk about it uh, for years. What was the impetus yesterday to finally take like a baby step towards uh, uh, getting moving on this? Yeah, I, you know, I think we actually really changed our perspective, which I, I, I really welcome. So when I got elected in 2013 and this was coming up and, it, you know, there had been several iterations before this, I think the question was, how do we get residential development in Rossdale and enough of it to pay for the necessary upgrades in infrastructure like the arterial roads and the major sewer work that needed to be done. And we were sort of caught on that, and I thought maybe even some of the questions were a little bit flawed. Mm. But out of the corner of our eye, we could see the pump house building mm-hmm. and and the, the power plant building and, and, and the baseball park. Mm-hmm. And you know those were, they, they had major questions around them. And my, one of my concerns was if we did some sort of really grand project in the um, power plant, um, 
that we couldn't have made a mistake in how we how much residential we put down there, for example, because you know you you'll note and I note that um, Edmontonians still drive cars. Yep. And if you demanded that they go to a place in Rossdale but had to take a shuttle bus or ride their bike, you know, at least in the foreseeable future, that's not going to work. So so what I like about this plan is there's a lot of flexibility in it, but we focus on there's one investment we can make in the big pump house, $6 million, would make it safe and functional to accommodate as a big hall. Okay. So you could hold events down there that would start to create that sense of vibrancy that will come if we do a project like that down there. And then there's the pump house, which is right on the water, much smaller. But you could see a restaurant, restaurant pub, that sort of thing in there. So we're going to have to talk about that. You know, we have a lot of other issues around it, but, you know, to simplify it, I think it was what I liked about it when I stated yesterday about what I liked about this plan was we're starting at the waterfront. Yeah. Yeah, starting at the waterfront. So the, the the estimated associated cost right now, which was what about seventy four million for early work? They say new streets, sewers, open spaces in the area. That's six million for the initial renovations of the power plant. And you know what, you know, Scott, I think one of the things is is too when that party was held at uh, at um, <laughs> down there at the summer. Were you there? No, I was invited and I didn't go. I was just, I was a dumbass. I don't even I, know if I was invited, I, yeah. so I don't know what happened. <laughs> I got invited, but I didn't go. I'm like, ah, and then I just see it after was like, wow, I mean, you've talked about wanting to see the inside of that building, but that just seemed to light a fire under a, a number of people's butts, and it just seemed to say, hey, you know what, let's uh, let's do something with this. How do you work in, I mean, this isn't a wiggle your nose, click your heels together and done overnight, is it? No, it's not, but again, I think we have simplified the question or removed some of the complexity or pushed some of the complexity down the road. Uh, if we were trying to solve all problems at once, it would be really difficult because, you know, Rossdale Road, mm-hmm. which is the one that curves off from 105th Street, you know, some people want that closed. Yeah. Close it right off. Other people were looking at uh, changing it into a two-way road with with uh, parking in off-peak hours so they would really feel more like a residential road. I don't know what the right answer is there. Yeah. And I don't know if we have the capability to answer that question until we define fully what Rossdale is going to be. Because so what I like about this is, again, you start at the waterfront and maybe within a few years, we start to create some momentum down there. And we have, you know, we had people like the Alberta Craft Gallery down there saying, you know, they would love a space like that where they could have shows. There was another chap who talked about other facilities like this who have started off sort of humbly but have held events, arts and other cultural events in there. And over time, they just they gain a sense of a place that needs further investment. But if we did all that, what if uh, 20, 10 years from now somebody came with a proposal to put another large uh, amenity building mm. in there versus residential. Maybe that'll be the right answer at yeah. that time. Maybe rather and and so if we build it from the waterfront heading north, largely, mm-hmm. we might then we're more likely, I think, to make the right decisions if our goal, which I think our stated goal now, is to create a magical special place down there around the waterfront. 
uh, the Granville Island uh, uh, situation or the forks in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. So we're starting with that goal. And so let's let's put the residential aspects of West Rossdale aside for a few years. I think it's a great great way to reduce some of the questions that were haunting us for years. So, and again, when you talk about starting at the water, this is the touch the water, this accessible riverfront, the promenade that gives people yeah. kind of access to the riverbank, right? Um, well, and then the mayor suggests we take that further. Uh, further west, that we continue that west along River Road, and I mean those these. I don't want to freak anybody out because these are large cost items. Yeah, if yeah. we were to if we were to do the pump house tomorrow to get it ready for a bunch of different cultural groups or whatever it was, mm-hmm. that would be hundreds. Yeah, two three hundred million dollars. So we're not doing that. We're going to put six million dollars in to get it ready for use. What a, well, that's, now, relative, I would, you know, give me $6 million and I'll, I'll have a much nicer life. That's a lot of money. Yeah. But relative to what we could spend, it's like a small amount of money to get the ball rolling. Same with the pump house, small amount of money. Yeah get the ball rolling. Another bit of money into a park right yeah. adjacent to those. So, um, You know, was there talk or much talk about, you know, finding a way and I guess I guess the gondola project is, is one of those ways of connecting you know, Old Strathcona to the Rossdale area? Yeah, I, so we I think we have like uh, eight reports coming back that'll be related to Rossdale and one of them is the gondola project which I'd remind people is a private sector proposal it's not a city-led project and where you know i think we are duty-bound to listen yeah and, and, and until the day comes when they might say and we need a hundred million dollars <laughs> from the city uh and then we might go uh no thanks but you know it's 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 an it, they're quite confident and that group of people behind it are uh serious folks yeah like they're they are some they're involved with serious companies they're serious folks i really like them they're smart and they're enthusiastic about doing a major uh project for edmonton so i'm all ears on that and if 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 it was a way to get a lot of people down there in a relatively small amount of time down to rossdale and back out it was a way to link um um, the uh, south side with the north side because otherwise at some point we're going to be looking at a bridge. Yeah, yeah. And if it was top of bank to top of bank, I suspect there would be a B in in that project rather than just mm. M's. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> I don't even want to say that yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it would be a huge cost. So, so why not? Why not? Why not them flesh this completely out? See how it would work with a Rossdale project. What an exciting. What an exciting vision, though, and oh, I, you know, I, I love. I think we need to have those sorts of visionaries in our city. Imagine a, a pump house full of uh, a restaurant and mm-hmm. and bar in the pump house. You could ride your bike down there. You could have a glass of wine or a cup of coffee on the riverbank. Imagine the the power plant full of activity. Imagine you were actually able to take the gondola down there, <laughs> and then suddenly you start to see that magical. A place yeah. that I think all all of us have in our ambition. Scott, a number of people texting in and say, "Okay, well, what about what about Remax Field? What about the baseball park? What about you know? And what about uh, yeah. the folks that live in that area and how they're reacting to the the the, the possibilities?" Two things. So the Rostow community, I think, is just fed up with waiting, <laughs> and I think they're okay. Yeah, they're okay with the magical place description. Um, they've been waiting and waiting and waiting, and I think that's their frustration and. Mm. 
and, I, and Lynn Parrish, the Community League president, said yesterday the only frustration she heard was people saying, oh, God, that's going to take another few years. Yeah. Well, $6 million into the pump house, that might not actually. might be a couple of years before we can yeah. start to hold events there. Uh, as far as REMAX Field, uh, we're looking at uh, the RFP went out request for proposals to have a stadium operator. Mm. And I'm quite excited about that idea, too, because we've had baseball teams in there. And a stadium operator could certainly uh, sublease to a baseball team and, mm. and ensure their success, but maybe also take advantage of other days of the year uh, for use of that field. And also there's a quite a nice restaurant and pub in there that could be used. So, so I think what that's what we want is to see. And, and again, there's, you know, people complain there's no place to get a, a beer or a coffee or something in the River Valley when they're out biking or walking. That could be a first stage. Um, yeah. And just uh, one other note, I, I know that uh, a lot of that land is very important to uh, the Indigenous community as well. So um, I'm, I'm guessing that is in the balance as well as making sure that the consultations um, taking place and making sure that they're on board as well. Yeah, no, I think we, we heard from a number of speakers yesterday. If there was anything different about it, I think there was a, a plea to continue to engage okay. uh, uh, as we've done, I think, a pretty good job to this point. And the other well, the other word, though, was partnership. I think they're, you know, and I think that's a real legitimate request to sort of say, what, um, how could we make sure that we're putting uh, some of our Indigenous citizens to work or involving our Indigenous businesses as partners in this overall effort? And that's a, it's a clear good request that we need to remember doesn't mean that an indigenous company uh, you know bids three times higher than the than the other company we give it to them but i think just all things being equal i think we if if we can do this right uh i think we can be a, um, a model for the rest of the country as far as being uh the indigenous city uh um that, you know, the best one. And if we do that right, I think there's all kinds of things that will spill out of that that'll be really terrific. Well, you know what, Scott? I've watched my little hometown of Sault Ste. Marie, uh, what's that, uh, 80,000 or so uh, these days, if that, 70,000, and they've started, they've redeveloped uh, the uh, their their uh, the whole river promenade along uh, the St. Mary's River. They've done uh, with some of these old pump houses, whether, uh, you know, when wherever it was along these great old buildings where, as you said, there's crafts and there's foods and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. And, and little Sault Ste. Marie can do it. There's no reason why big old Edmonton can't do it. So, yeah. Yeah, I read, I read a piece once that said somebody built a sort of a much more glass and marble place, and they were going back in and they were trying to sort of literally scuff it up because <laughs> they realized hipsters uh, <laughs> loved more authentic, sort of historic places. Yeah. And, I, and I think we all do. Yeah. There's yeah. something about it. So in that pump house, it is huge and it is amazing, and, and the potential there uh, is beyond belief. Scott uh, McKean, Ward 6 City Councilor, thanks for joining me this afternoon, Scott. Always a pleasure, Jaylen. Take care now, uh, Scott McKean. So what does the Downtown Business Association think about the proposal? We'll find out next. You're listening to the Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye on 630 Ched. Interesting people, relatable stories. You're listening to 630 Ched Afternoons with Jaylen Nye.
With some of your texts coming in this afternoon, I love the idea of using our River Valley. This one says, fantastic ideas. Brian says, gee, I can't understand why people think that the governments in Alberta have a spending problem. Amorphous was an interesting idea. Can the city come up with a 20-year plan and then complete parts every year? Putting small amounts of money here and there will just frustrate people. Start with small projects that will have a user fee or some kind of return early to ease the financial pain. That is from from Marfis this afternoon. Want to welcome back to the show the executive director of the Edmonton Downtown Business Association, Ian O'Donnell. Twice in two weeks, my goodness, what's going on? <laughs> Thanks for uh, reaching out again. It must be. It must mean there's a lot of stuff going on uh, downtown. Your thoughts on on what you heard uh, from City Council yesterday on uh, the Rossdale redevelopment? Uh, certainly encouraging. Um, you know, I think we can all agree that Rossdale is a special place uh, right now and has a lot of history, uh, very complex history, and uh, certainly has an opportunity to be something of a uh, showpiece and a, a real destination for the city and the region. The idea of starting at the water with this touch the water um, uh, project, this accessible riverfront promenade to bring people to the riverbank and then pushing back into the community. Uh, you like that? Uh, I love it. Uh, we need to get down onto the river. It's our most beautiful asset uh, between it and the river valley. And like we've seen with Epcor's River Fest, with thousands of people getting out onto the river over the course of a day or so, um, there's a great opportunity to bring people there in a safe way, in an accessible way, and really celebrate uh, the beauty we have in this city. What is it that you think has, is it, has, has it just been cost that has, you know, maybe delayed any ideas like this or, or, or more work on the riverfront over the years? I know the, the Commonwealth Walkway is opening later on uh, this week, you know, a little in you know, that path going down there. What is it, uh, do you think, that has maybe stalled development um, in the River Valley? Well, you know, it is complex. We want to make sure that uh, development down there is done in a thoughtful way. Uh, one of the best parts about it is how natural it is. And mm-hmm. so uh, we don't want to um, create a, 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 a situation where we're not in balance. And I think that's where we need to uh, find a way to make sure that we are considerate with where we develop sensitive, uh, provide an educational piece, and provide somewhere that we can go and gather. And I think mm-hmm. that's the important piece, is a gathering place. That is the original gathering place <laughs> of Edmonton. Sure is. And it, it certainly has the potential to be something fantastic. Ian, were you at that party this summer? Um, in, in Singularity in, U? Yeah. You know, I was going out of town the next day, but I certainly saw the social media and I was jealous. <laughs> I know. And I was just telling Scott McKean, I got invited to it and said, ah, no, it's okay. I won't go. But then I saw the social media and was like, what? It was incredible. Yeah. but I, And it seems to me, again, you know, when you when you talk about that, it, that just seemed to all of a sudden, uh, again, just emphasize what that building, the potential of that building mm-hmm. and the potential of that space. And it seemed to do something and get everyone's, um, you know, juices flowing. It, it was one of the events that nobody that went to that will ever forget. And what I loved about it was it, it, it felt a little un-Edmonton. And not <laughs> to be disparaging yeah. to Edmonton, but that could have been anywhere in the world. Mm. It was so cool and had such a uh, sort of that uh, unique factor that we just don't 
mm-hmm. get enough of in this city. And I think that's something that we need to do is to get people there and to see the building. Gosh. It's beautiful. Uh, it's really interesting, and it has such potential, uh, along with the pump houses on yep. the river, where we can put some restaurants and maybe actually have a glass of wine or a coffee and, and break bread in our original gathering place. Yeah, it would be beautiful. I know that you have uh, raised some concerns about about traffic in the area, and again, that is something that's going to have to be looked at, isn't it? Yeah, again, it's about balance. Yep. Um, we want to make sure that access to the downtown uh, from the south side is not um, going to be inhibited, and we want to make sure that it's not a freeway through there. We want to yeah. build something that's balancing both needs. And so, uh, you know, we see things like the gondola project uh, uh-huh. being a, a viable option there. We see things um, where people can get there in different ways through the legislature uh, via mass transit, uh, the high-level line and streetcar and LRT, uh, and then a short walk down. And so we want to make sure that there's a balance there, but we want to also um, not um, create an encumbrance for people trying to get downtown. Mm-hmm. Ian O'Donnell, the Executive Director of the Edmonton Downtown Business Association, thanks for this. No problem at all. Uh, take care now. Um, some of your texts coming in, perfect place for the Pump House Steakhouse, or is it the Tap House? Great ideas. Um, this one says it would be really cool to have an Indigenous interpretive centre there and something about Edmonton history. Agreed with you. Um, Another text says, such a great idea. One can hardly find a patio in this city that overlooks our gem of uh, River Valley. And uh, this one weighing in says, you know, Jay, at one point we were um, we were against even a small ice cream stand down there. And I think people are changing their minds and seeing the opportunity that is there, uh, that is there now. 